0: Relive your favorite era of wrestling with New Gen on a Mission, Wrestling Warzone, Extreme Three-Way Dance, or the Ruthlessly Aggressive Podcast. Keep in touch with the modern era with GC Dub, Clotheslines and Headlines, You Know What That Means, and Viewer's Choice, or Sit Down and Nerd Out with No Holds Barred, WWE War, or The Wrestler That Was. It's summertime, and the living is easy. Because you've got the North-South Connection. NorthSouthConnection.com Once upon a time, two men decided if they were making the cut. Then they made the cut. And now JT and Aaron are talking everything from wrestling life to life pop life culture and beyond because it's no holds barred. Will you back down? And turn and run? Or stand up with- No <laughs> We're finally here. We're finally at, you know, the peak of my fandom. August 23rd, 1999. Oh, God. You know, the next few years are going to be so good. It just deals with my favorite people in the promotion, right? So, <laughs> uh,
1: just, I mean, the only thing we're missing is like what I love that comes later is corporate structure and stockholders yeah. and, you know, corporate shares and all that stuff. I, that's when it really gets fun.
0: What are, when we uh, when we get there eventually are we going to spend a lot of time talking about
1: abeyance? Uh. Did
0: you know the word abeyance before? Before no, I, I, if, unless look,
1: Gorilla Monsoon said it at some point. I definitely did not know it. No,
0: he said vacant, and that's how I learned the word vacant. Also in 1988. Oh, Yeah, yeah.
1: a and lot I, of words. My whole vocabulary as a kid was Gorilla Monsoon driven. Did, did you ever think it was um, intense and purpose? T- yeah, yeah, for all intents and purpose. Because and, of monsoon. Uh, well, no, he he said intensive purpose. It, it really is oh, intent, intensive yeah. intent and purpose. And I remember in high school, I said it. I was like, for all intensive purposes, um, and then my buddy Joe started saying it, and then he said it one day, like at lunch. And he just got destroyed. Like, what are you a fucking idiot? It's intent and purpose. I'm like, no, it's intent and purpose. And he wasn't even a wrestling fan. He just got it from me saying it. I was like, true. you know, making fun of Monsoon. I ain't making fun of Santa from Gorilla Monsoon all the time. Well,
0: that's what you thought it was. You weren't making
1: fun of him. <laughs> you legitimately right, thought. Right. Yeah, I thought, it thought it was. that was it. So he started saying it, and then he got ragged, and then we both stopped saying it. Um, and then I went back to saying it. Anyway, here on No Holds Barred, we're here every Saturday. Three weekends a month, we are delivering this project. Greatest WWE title change ever. We're going through every single one, yep. and uh, one month, one week a month, we're uh, building all-time pay-per-view cards. So that's right. We'll be back that's soon right. with uh, what are we up to? September, October, somewhere in there. Whatever. I don't know when this is airing. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows?
0: It could be any time. Uh, yeah, but in these matches, we rank them in uh, five categories, which we have been doing so far. The five categories being match quality, significance, the moment. The Build and Aftermath, we each give a score out of 10 because there's five categories. And Two of Us, that gives us a nice round score out of 100.
1: It does. And we're watching every title change in order chronologically. And tonight we are on the August 23rd, 1999 Monday Night Raw Triple H challenging mankind. Who won it the night before? We covered our last episode where uh, he beat Triple H and Steve Austin. Yes, SummerSlam with the body rules, my rules of the highway. (laughs) And uh, tonight we're going to watch the the follow up to that episode. So we're paused on the cock. We are at uh, I am at one twenty one twenty six. If you are on the Netherlands Antilles network, where are you at? One twenty one oh six. Okay, I'm actually at twenty one one twenty one twenty eight. How did they
0: lose twenty two seconds? What what? What did they cut?
1: I don't know. It's a mystery, like evolution. Um, All right, let's get started in three, two, one, play. When you see uh, the word peacock written out
0: in letters like that, like it just happened, Mm -hmm. uh, do you think of a small penis?
1: No, I think of the majestic bird. Mm. I don't like that bird. Would the red rooster have been more successful if it was the peacock? he couldn't have made him red uh the blue the blue peacock the multicolored peacock
0: <laughs> i think as soon as you're named after a bird that isn't a bird of prey you're yeah. you're you're toast
1: but i feel like peacock at least means like cocky like he's peacocking around so like maybe that would have been at least like something like oh he's like arrogant he's a peacock you know better i guess yeah a, rooster's a, a rooster
0: but then again a rooster's an asshole
1: yeah he is an asshole waking everyone like, up, up all the time No. Nah. So
0: and just much. towards others, too. Uh, Triple H making his way to the ring in chainmail. Were you a fan of the chainmail,
1: uh, Triple H? No, it just made me think of Scott Steiner, who looked cooler <laughs> in the chainmail. He's chain so mail. much bigger than him. Hey, like, I feel like Triple H is one of the wrestlers that went through the most things until he finds something that works. Like, he must go through every iteration, like, eight or nine things, right? Like, yeah, okay, Uh, let's go through all the managers until we find him on Mr. Perfect, Mr. Hughes. Okay, China worked. All right, now let's look at the music, right? Okay, uh, we go through the music, and it took this, here's an instrumental, oh, here's one that kind of worked. Oh, now it's my time. It's like, I feel like he just always pushes and pushes and they find a way to get him over eventually, but it it takes like 10 attempts at everything.
0: I find like the modern equivalent is Seth Rollins. Yeah. It's like the character
1: doesn't work, let's do something else.
0: Oh, this character's not
1: working. I would argue the current Seth Rollins is more over than anything. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Maybe peak game in one ish, but beyond that, that night, that fucking Madison Square Garden night, that yeah, but that's even like a one time. I would say his peak is like right around early 0-1 when the crowd <laughs> swell is kind of changing for him on uh, its own.
0: You could probably make the argument like summer '98 DX.
1: Yeah, but, but that's ensemble. Yeah. Um, the outlaws are almost more over than him. The only other time I think he is really over is like that 0708 Yeah, run. He's pretty over. But. Well, they're just so mad at Cena. Everybody, it's like, All <laughs> yeah, right, like, I guess else. Triple H. <laughs> so Rock is at ringside. I mean, yeah. he's a face, but he's still kind of a dick. Like he's not full. I mean, he's always a dick, but when he's he like being a dick. <laughs> yeah, but he's still kind of heelish. Rock, um, right. Because even with the whole rock and sock, he's a real asshole. Yeah. Um, it's not until a little bit later. Uh, but here, he's clearly being positioned as, you know, a foil. You would think coming out of this that they're setting up a Rock-Triple-H feud yeah. for the title. I mean, they just fought it fully loaded. Triple-H is going to win the bell, Rock is a face. Spoiler you would word. assume that's the collision path for Mania, right, coming out of here at some point. Yeah. Well, and uh, probably what they should have done, Mania, that year. Yeah, I, think, I think they probably would have. I mean... Survivor Series, they end up going with the triple threat of the legends, right? Yeah, but then Austin gets too hurt, so and we'll talk about. I guess we'll say that when we're going to get there. But yeah, ninety nine. Um, so this is a shit show. So Shane is back as ref. He got hosed the night before. Yeah, Jesse threw him out. Um, Why Corporate is he wearing Ministries those pants to... with that
0: one stripe on the oh, look, on the weird. hip?
1: How many pairs of like wind pants do you think Shane owned? All of them. He's, he's gonna have like a million pairs yeah so this has been all foley he's just like came in as a wrecking yeah. ball and has just dominated yeah which he's is very strange. world champion looking with the sweatpants the sweatpants the... the sock on his hand
0: <laughs> <laughs> like it's so funny how we beloved Mick foley right like he, he's this beloved yeah. figure and i love him too but like Showing this to like a non wrestling fan is the right. kind of thing that makes them hate it more. Sometimes.
1: Well, if you showed him in Triple H, your non fan, you're like, which one of these guys is the world champion? Everyone's oh. speaking Triple H. I mean, it's not even a question. when you're Yeah, like yeah, that.
0: yeah. So, and it, and it gets better. I mean, like when they fight in yeah. January, like it looks legit. But here with the sweatpants and the sock on his hand, like, like it's too much. It's too much explanation. It's like, okay, well, what you need to know <laughs>
1: right, is here we go all the way back. Yeah.
0: Vince McMahon had his leg broken <laughs>
1: like so China came in yeah that backfired fully got the double arm Shane is knocked out Earl Hebner came in but Hunter kicks out so like yeah. we are like hyper into this match like we are down we are into the final stretch as soon as it started like there was no heat segment there was no real shine it was like we are into the closing stage immediately yeah.
0: is Hebner going to do the slow count at the end despite sustaining no, no damage
1: the um China's super annoying in this time period too. Not as a character, but like as the presentation. Where as a human being, yeah, no, I like her as a human being. But she's still like a heel with Hunter. But she's a face in the feud with Jericho. Yeah, and like at a face with the DX stuff. But she's kind of with Billy Gunn fighting for the name. It's like they didn't really know what to do with her. Like I think they wanted it to be kind of that role model badass female. But Mm. then they wanted her with Triple H still for a bit. So it's
0: well, Triple H needed
1: her. I think it's right. that. Yeah. Like yeah, I think it wasn't there yet.
0: I think Triple H is kind of like I think China, like I think China's trajectory is fine. It's just the triple H stuff.
1: He's always needed someone. When has he ever been successful on his own?
0: I mean, look, making it to the WWF and getting matches is successful, but well, as a
1: character, about, as a main event level character, it takes China to finally get him over in 97. Yeah. He's got her until DX. Then he got DX Stephanie. carries him for a while. Yeah. You know, Sean carries him for a while. Yeah. And then the new DX carries him for a while. Then he turns heel. He gets China back again. Yeah. Then he turns. And Shane. Yeah, he's got Vince. He's got Shane. He's got Stephanie. Um, eventually, we'll get to Stephanie. He's got Vince and Shane. Uh, China leaves. They put DX back with him, right? Right away. Yeah. Because he can't be alone. He's got, he has got gets x and the outlaws back with him. Mm-hmm. Then he gets Stephanie. He's got Stephanie for a while. Then he gets uh, Austin, right? Then he gets the corporation, right? As part of it. He gets the two-man power trip. Then he comes back. I guess he's kind of on his own for a bit, but then he's almost immediately with Flair by the end of yeah. O2. He's and with Sean for like a few weeks. Then he turns on Sean. And then he's with Flair a month later. Then, then he's with Evolution forever, right? Yeah. Then he comes back and yeah, it's it's probably that 07. It's 06. He's back with DX again with Sean. Um, yeah. Then he gets hurt. And then yeah, it's probably that 07, 08. And then he's back with Sean in 09 again. Yeah, It's like, he really, is that one year of 0708 where he's. And then, and
0: then every time he wrestles now, he's with, he's got somebody.
1: Right. Yeah. But it's, it's like,
0: we've talked about this before. I'm sure. I think the most egregious thing I ever, one of the most egregious things I've seen him do is when he has to fight Brock and Shawn Michaels has to be the damsel in distress. Right. Right. Like cowering and running from Brock Lesnar because he's so scared and Triple H has, even there, he's got Shawn with him to help. Like. I mean, even the whole Undertaker feud is, uh, is is predicated on the Sean stuff too.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's all. And then right up until even the most recent Saudi and Australia stuff where he fights Undertaker, et cetera, like he's got Sean back with him there. Yeah. Um, now, I will say, I,
0: I remember during his 2016 world title run, which sounds insane to say right now. Uh, we'll cover it eventually. But Stephanie being exceptional during that run in terms of yeah. the character. Like th- that she wasn't at this point. You know, I found she was annoying at this point, but good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like now as a, just as a heel manager, if she didn't talk as much, I think she's actually pretty solid.
1: Right. So Hunter has slowed it down. Now he's picking Foley apart. And, and, oh.
0: and you can see here, I think like when you, I'm pointing as though you can see what I'm fucking pointing at. But um, um, you can see here that like every, and this is a, this is a triple H staple. And I'm sure we're going to talk about it a lot. It's always got to go back to a triple H match. Yeah. Right? Like we we started this and like we said like they're fighting they're fighting it's like they've jumped ahead, right? Well now they've jumped back. Yep. Now he's like working the knee, he's doing his knee stuff, slow punches in the corner. Mm-hmm. Like
1: and we're not at a point where he should be exhausted. It's right? an 8 minute match. It should have been a sprint and then maybe Foley can't keep up because of his knee and that's why they had to slow it down, but Yeah. Um yeah.
0: But it's it's the it's the Triple H control segments. I wonder if he's more suited as a, this is insane, but I think he's a better heel. I wonder if he's more suited as a face. Like, because he has great matches as a heel and he always has great matches here and there, mm-hmm. but I just find this triple H style and the moves that he does. And that he's a pretty good seller. Actually, he's a pretty good seller. Like that seems it would like, it would play better as a face than as a heel, but his personality doesn't match a face at all.
1: No, no, not at all.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's just refuses to be vulnerable, but.
1: Right. And then to your point, yeah, he's just better with his comeback, quick comebacks versus controlling a match. Yeah. I mean, for it's... eight minutes, this feels longer. So that's not a good thing.
0: <laughs> like, no. like... So, you know, what a great example of that is, is that like, so like I'm, at the WCW I'm watching now, I've seen a bunch of perfect and flare matches by this mm-hmm. point. And I'm like, Oh, that's why I didn't like them in WWF when they fought. Like, the dynamic right. is much better with perfect as the heel.
1: Right. There right. is the face. Like, whereas I, I,
0: I, at this point, mankind can't be a heel, I don't think.
1: <laughs> like, really. No, no, it was impossible. He just I mean, healed. the only way they get him there again is in 06. What he's doing. Oh, that was a great chair shot to the rock, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm always a sucker for when a guy's doing commentary and they just go walloped out of nowhere. Like, Triple H yeah. just fucking crushed him with that chair. Yeah. Uh, he's out. I mean, it's a smart you know. It's a smart move by Triple H. Credit to him yeah. uh, because he knows Rock get him out of there so he can finish this off without him getting involved. Yeah,
0: Shane's beating up Hebner, so we don't get the slow count, which I'm good with. Mm-hmm. So Foley ate the chair on the outside. He got rolled in by Shane. Triple H about to hit the pedigree. And
1: this is it. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> Foley sells that pedigree like death. It's so good. I do and like this top- out. Huh? What were you gonna say? I like the outpouring of emotion from China. Like it felt yeah. real legit um, because like I hate him or love him. And and there was a lot on the internet of like triple H is getting pushed down our throats. They're pushing. Like it yeah. was, it's not like retro hindsight. It's in the moment. It was oh, yeah, very much it. a vibe of he's get but like he did work his ass off for this. Like you can't deny, like he didn't kill himself in the gym. He didn't kill himself as a worker trying to get himself over. Yeah. And that moment of his reaction and China's reaction of pure joy. And that's why I'm okay with her being out there for this, even though it, you know, it was making less and less sense for them to be together because yeah. it well, just added, that added to that emotion.
0: Yeah. I, I've, I always look back at his celebration here. Like when he first wins and he puts the hands in the air, he looked mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm when I wa- look at that, I'm like, this is my problem with triple H is I always see these moments where it's like, right. Oh, that is so good. Right. But it's just, it's, you have to
1: really dig. It's the realness instead of him trying to be, you know, be, feel, make himself feel real. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think, I think
0: the problem with Triple H during this era, at least when when we were tired of him or whatever, is that it's almost not fair to him, but the people he was there with are so, are such big stars Yeah, that like, you know, if this, if he had been this character in 1995, we're like, oh my God, he's ready. Right? right. But he's there with Austin rock Vince Foley. So like it's it, it, undertaker Kane, like it feels like such a step down or it, not, not a step down, but it's, it, it really feels like he's not ready. Cause he's just not on that level of them. And again, it's almost not fair, but if that's what your main event is, it is what it is.
1: Right. It almost feels like, like those great teams, basketball teams in the nineties, right? Like, it was just bad luck that Carl Malone and John Stockton and Sean Kemp and Gary Payton and you know, David Robinson, like, like they all played Patrick Ewing, right. They all played when the best player in history was dominant in that, in that stretch. Right. So right. it's like Hakeem is the only guy who got kind of lucky when not he didn't get lucky. They were awesome teams, Short but went away. <laughs> right, he's the guy that, that took advantage. Right. And none of the other ones could, um, it, but it feels similar to that. Right. Like any other generation, Malone and Stockton probably win a title. You know, what I mean any other generation Triple H may be the top guy, but um, because he's in there with other with the goats, he's just put down. Yeah. This is a pretty good, so we get the extra attitude on Peacock. I don't know. Are you get that where you I hard? have it too, but
0: I stopped it because I don't want the internet to conk out. All
1: right. It was it was pretty good. It was just uh Hunter came back to attack fully again, but Rock recovered, oh. uh crushed Triple H, hit rock bottom Shane, and then dropped the people's elbow on both of them. So um, all right, let's get to our categories, see what yeah. this one stacks up. So for me,
0: look match quality. I'm gonna go and just go with like a gentleman's two and a half, which equates to five.
1: Yeah, that, that's fine. I mean, it was all right. It was fine for for what it was. It was fine.
0: That's fine. It didn't like for me. Like, and if you haven't mentioned this in a while, to, for me, like, I know you you do it on War, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, for me, two and a half is replacement level, right? It's like, oh, okay. It didn't hurt the show. Didn't help the show. It was something that happened. Didn't push me one way or the other. Right. Um, okay, for significance, um, I think I'm going to go a four. Uh, I think his first title reign is significant. Uh, I don't think it's that significant based on what's about to happen. I know that's more in aftermath, but...
1: Yeah, it's always that tough balance between aftermath and significance. It's like, yeah, what does the moment mean? I think it finally gets him to that level of being a main event level guy, a world champion, It establishes him as such... You know, he was kind of a choker a little bit before that, right? And this was a, they needed to just do it and pull the trigger. And they didn't wait too much <laughs> longer after SummerSlam. They just did it. Um, And it really sets up the fall. Like, I know we bounce the belt back and forth a little bit more, but it yeah. sets him up as the top heel player through the fall, which features Austin getting hurt, um, features Vince and that whole thing, features Stephanie, like the, you know, corporation is born out of him becoming a main event level guy. So I'm not going to go much higher than you. I think it's like a 5. It's like, yeah. you know, mid-tier importance, but I still think it's like an important reign. I think
0: well, the, I don't think I don't know if it's an important
1: reign. I think I think well, it's important get, win, I should say. I could get
0: to that. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I'm going to say kind of the same thing I did when we talked about Foley winning the belt. In that it's not the win here that makes him the main eventer. Like I know I know that's what m- makes him a a champion or a former champion. Right. But I I think until he beats Foley. I think Foley, maybe Big Show. Right. I, I could give it there because this was with Stephanie at that point. And I think that's the package that actually made him a main event act. I don't think he's a main event act here yet. I think right. he can main event to Raw, but I don't think on his own. Like my definition for main event act is kind of like if you were to take him and have him fight um, the Road Dog, right? It's not a main event, right. right? If The Rock fights the Road Dog, it's a main event if Stone Cold Steve Austin fights the Road Dog, it's a main event, or it could be anyway, right? So I just, and maybe that's unfair, but it's like, for me, for a guy to be completely made, it's like, we have to look at the main event, that the the value that he is bringing to the main event alone, and, and he's allowed to bring it back. And I think it kind of plays out that until he fights Foley, he doesn't fight anybody on pay-per-view without Rock or Austin there, right?
1: Yeah, but I mean, in his, well, he fights Vince at Armageddon. I mean, does that count? Sure.
0: Uh, maybe, but yeah, yeah, that probably is that probably is part of it, right?
1: right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, again, I don't, I don't know if it's his fault. Like, why would they put him with anyone else? I don't think they put him with Rock or Austin. To I mean, he's with Big Show, as course. There isn't a Rock's in there too, but sure. Um, yeah. I'm um, anyway. not saying that I'm not saying
0: that they don't put him with him is a problem or right. anything. I think it's fine that they, they the path they take. What I'm saying is, for me, he's not a main event act yet. Right, and until he's able to sustain the main events, with it's until his star power can sustain a main event almost on its own, I don't think he's a main event act yet. Right, like Hogan, Hogan can fight anybody, and it's the main event. Right,
1: yeah, even Haku. Even All right, Haku. let's get to our next uh, category here. So uh, I went five, you went four, and significant for a moment, I'm going to go six. Uh-huh. it's his first win they go on raw it's, it's a rare i mean title changes are still kind of rare on raw like if we look back we don't have many right yeah um but that i really i'm gonna give it that bump for the emotion from china the emotion from hunter uh i'm watching all this post stuff i know it didn't air on tv so i can't really count it but uh, oh, rock getting pasted with the chair um you know and, and like and i just felt like it felt like the culmination of a long climb for him. And it was kind of cool. And again, I just, that, that one face from China is worth like a point for me <laughs> to bump it up. Right.
0: Yeah. She's legitimately happy. And it's yeah. funny because like, that's like in that moment, it's almost sad, but in that moment, you can tell that they're in love. Right. Like, it's like, you can tell she loves them because like, she's not faking there. Like, that's legit. Like,
1: no, no, uh, it was, yeah, it was, this was like my dude like did it, you know, like good for him. Yeah. He made it.
0: And I hope, I hope he, I mean, I hope he credits her, you know, and not, not that he has to come out and say it, you know what I mean? Right. But I hope that somewhere down in a private conversation with her, he was like, you know what? I probably couldn't have done this without you. Right. And that's why I'm going to cheat on you with the boss
1: star. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, well, yeah. At some point you're just going to make the move,
0: I guess. I mean, it is the business move, right? <laughs> um. All right. I, I'm going to go five for the moment. All the same reasons you did. I just don't. It doesn't strike me as an incredible moment, but I do love, uh, I do love that celebration. Right. Um, for the build, I'm at a four. Um, I think this build, it's strange. This one because it's like, you kind of have to factor in the Survivor Series build too. Like this is almost like Survivor Series Part Two. Yeah. Right. Because if uh, not survivors, excuse me. Uh, SummerSlam. Summer yeah. Because if not, then the build is one night and then it's a zero. Right? But like. But I think it's the culmination of the Survivor Series, but it's the culmination of his push, regardless of what you think in terms of if it was pushed down your throat or not. It was done. It was done in an intelligent way. It wasn't done in the JBL way where it's like, oh, or Jinder Mahal, where it's like, oh, no, he's a main eventer now. No, like he built his way up. He beat The Rock. So I'm at a four for Bill. Uh, I'm
1: going to go three. Um, yeah, I, I counted the SummerSlam Bill, but at the end of the day, I wasn't the biggest fan of like the way they ended up going about it with Foley winning the night. We talked about this a lot in our last yeah. episode. Foley winning for what? For the Jesse doesn't even barely raise his hand. Like like Hunter crowning it SummerSlam could have still beat Foley. Could have still had Shane involved. You could have done all the same stuff. Um, so to me, that ends up. Actually, detracting away from the Super build with the with the one right. night, and we didn't watch this whole episode. I don't remember exactly how they landed on this rematch, but I'm sure it was a chicanery from Shane. So, um, of course, it was. Yeah, there's not too much to it. Uh, aftermath, uh, you know, the of Rain only lasts what two weeks? Yeah, that's it. So, what can you really do in that two weeks? Nothing. I mean, is not much to it. Like, again, I guess it depends if you want to extrapolate out past that, but that's for another reign. So for this, it's really he wins and then they get the belt off him two weeks later and try and gimmick it up. I think the plan was obviously for him, um, you know, to win it right back the week after. But it's like, OK, <laughs> like, like why? I guess just to give Vince the moment and the shock on SmackDown to make SmackDown a viable show, I guess, would be. When the, is the, the first SmackDown? Thing. It was the twenty sixth. I think it's this week. Okay,
0: so I mean, look. If nothing else, though, like, and I don't know if this changed, it doesn't change anything for me, but you do get that that title um, defense against the Rock on that first
1: episode with Sean right.
0: and his penis hanging out.
1: Yeah, I don't know if Tim can confirm along the way, but I, I think it was the twenty sixth, and I think the Vince, you know, versus Triple H match is like. Just a couple weeks later, because it's, it's a week right before again. I mean, I'm um, yeah. unforgiving. And, and
0: like, he doesn't defend the next week on Raw. The week yeah. after that, he fights Mr. Ass for seven minutes. Right. So September 13th was the night before he loses it to Vince. He does. He fights Steve Austin by DQ in three minutes. So I'm sure it was nothing. Right.
1: Yeah. There so he goes. Right. the first SmackDown was the 26th. Yeah. All right. Okay,
0: so, yeah. So you do get that title defense. I, and and yeah. I guess I, that actually might be. A pretty decent reason to do it, right? Because right, yeah. it's better to have Triple H defending against The Rock than have uh, The Rock or, yeah, yeah. or Foley defending against The Rock, right? At
1: yeah. This point. All right, I'll, I'll bump it to the, I'll bump it up a, a notch uh, on that to to the three. Uh, three. Just for that title defense, you're right. With Sean as the ref, Sean turns and then leaves again. <laughs> his million <laughs> turns during this time period and then vanishing. Um, all right, he so his i guess to this...
0: smashed through a car window at one point.
1: That's uh, that was earlier. That was December '98. Uh, oh, that was on the January 4th Raw. That was the Foley, AAA, uh, Foley Rock Raw. Um, all right, so we're at a total score of 43 on this one, Aaron. Where does that yeah. put us? Well, it's actually pretty interesting uh, because it puts us – it ties us
0: with um, another match, Bob Backlund versus uh, the superstar Billy Graham
1: okay. from uh, – in the 70s. And we, uh, we tie break based on significance total score, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, no, okay, so
0: yeah, Yeah. so we're good. So it's below that because it, it like just sneaks by though.
1: Yeah, yeah, it barely. Yeah. And then, I mean, it would have been tied with Mankind Rock from Halftime Heat and Austin Taker from Raw that we just talked about. Um, if I hadn't bumped that extra point at the end there, I'm glad you did, then because I don't want to break too many times. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's where that lands. I, I mean, I think it's a pretty obvious one. As soon as they made that match, it's like clearly, yeah, he's winning the title. <laughs> Does that mean yeah. All about it?
0: I mean, it's almost unfair, too, that, like, right. the the, the tiebreaker's significance, and it's up against a match where the guy has, like, a six-year reign. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, but, but yeah, so that lands it at, um out of, out of all the ones we've done so far, we have done uh, We've done 50.
1: 50. This is our 50th one. This is our 50th one, and this one lands at 33. Okay. So, I mean, not bad. It's, well, you know, top two-thirds, I guess. So, whatever, as the throwaway match goes. Uh, do you want to quickly go over our top 10 before we wrap it up?
0: I think we definitely should uh, because that's what we do here. So uh when we are looking at the top 10, number 10 still hanging on with 71 points. So it finished with 43 points. So you can see how far it is out of number 10, which is 71 points. And that's the rock
1: defeating mankind uh, at the 1998 survivor series. Number nine is Randy Savage defeating Ric Flair at WrestleMania eight with 72 points.
0: Number eight, mankind defeating the rock 72 points. Uh, This is the, uh, Beginning of this year, January 4th, the butts in the seats match.
1: Mm -hmm. And we gave the edge on significance. Uh, Number seven, Steve Austin defeats The Rock at WrestleMania 15 with 73 points. Number six,
0: Andre the Giant defeats Hulk Hogan, uh, 75 points from the main event.
1: Number five, Hulk Hogan over the Iron Sheik, 76 points. That was in January of 84. Yeah. Number four, Ric Flair winning the 1992 Royal Rumble with 78 points. Number three, we make the big jump to our top three. Bret Hart defeats The Undertaker, uh, SummerSlam 1997 with 90 points.
0: Yeah, just a little bit above that at 93 points. Steve Austin defeating Shawn
1: Michaels to usher in the Austin era. And then number one, title change of all time, Shawn Michaels over Bret Hart, Survivor Series 1997 with 94 points. We'll see wow. if that's touchable or if that's the peak. We'll get there. Yeah. All right, we'll be back uh, soon. Let me look at our schedule for you. So week for two weeks, so we just oh, check every week. Yeah, we'll We're back. every week. We'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. And I should clarify the September build a card is live. That was last week. Um, so next next week, we'll be back. We'll be doing the 914 99 Smackdown. That's Vince McMahon versus Triple H for the world title. So we'll cover that next weekend. Uh, be sure to check out everything at the North South Connection. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. You can watch this in video, but it's also on audio on any podcast app. And we have audio only content, we have video only content. So just subscribe to everything and follow us on social media. You'll never miss a thing. The Dookie's been dropped. We'll talk to you next weekend here at NoWood. Bye, (laughs) jockass.